Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. All right. Well, we'll move on to our next segment here, which we call In the Trenches. And for our listeners, you know, this is where we give real world examples, which, you know, specific to industries. Obviously, today, obviously today we're talking about building and, and everything that surrounds that. But these situations have brought enough application that anybody out there should be able to digest and then put into action regardless of type of industry or type of job or type of company. So the first one we have here is we don't see a lot of marketing or new marketing approaches in our industry. How do we know whether to lead the charge? And the short answer we have is you should lead the charge. But this is a big but. You have to follow a process to putting the right marketing in for the right people at the right time against your brand. So those four things we just outlined and we've talked about, you know, for the past 30 minutes or so, those are all hugely important. But the point here is to say just because you don't see a lot of marketing in your space or new approaches, that gives you a place to be a differentiator. And I think that's what you guys do so well, Mike, is You've started with your target consumer. You've already redone your brand. You've looked at what else is out there, and you've clearly found a way to be better, but also to tell a pretty tough and unique story that isn't like we fall in line with you know, these types of people, and therefore you understand inherently who we are and what we do. And so you have kind of that whole job of talking about your brand, defining what you do in an easy way, and then connecting with the right people to then build houses or whatever the case might be. And so I think that that is, you know, it's a lot to ask when it comes to this approach and being one of the people that chooses to do it when it isn't going to be totally easy. You're totally right on that whole thing with, with, with everything is like, like you don't know how anybody's going to react to anything you put out there. Just, I think that's one thing everybody should know, but really when it comes to everything, just think about the consumer, think about what they want. Like, I think that's probably the thing is, is does it like we all, I think a lot of people get so consumed with marketing and they want to, I mean, with, when you're in the trenches and you're trying to figure out what you should do, it's pretty easy. Like this is my, my whole philosophy is like, does it matter to the customer? Like, does it matter to them? You know, are you going to market to them because you want them to know this, or are you know, market it because they need to know this. And that's where I really, really, really believe, like, if you always come back to that question and somebody else told me, somebody much smarter than me told me this, by the way, it's not something I came up with. This is, but it is something that, that I feel like is very, very, very important. And if you do it that way, you're going to, you're going to, your marketing, at least what you put out is going to be in great shape and people are going to resonate with that. So that's, again, I'm robbing from somebody else, but I'll take it as my own. <laughs> and it's, uh. And that's where we always come back to is, does it matter to the customer? And I think that's exactly right. And for those of you out there who are like, I get it, but I don't know how to do it. Um, there, I actually have a book out there. This is Anne. Um, it's called The Super Highway of Relevancy, Getting More People to Choose Your Brand More Often Indefinitely. And it's available on Amazon. I go through a whole process called a what-if ideation process that really helps you think through how to identify your consumer, what's the insight you're going to go after, how are you going to get best serve them, and then how are you going to reach them. So if you want that process, if that's going to help you in articulating that, go get my book. There's my shameless plug for the book. Yeah, well, there you go. 
Yeah. Well, and I think, too, um, we would say even if it is a seemingly, you know, blank market out there, it's really not because people are being bombarded with messaging all the time. So if you don't see it in your space, it can be a great opportunity for you to lead. But also, if people aren't receiving any message about you, even if you're in a space like you, Mike, where they might not need you right now, you're never going to be top of mind because you're not putting anything out there to compete with the myriad of messages they're receiving every day. And so it's just radio silence and something that they wouldn't think about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, that, you hit nail on the head, right? That's, that's just it. It's like when people are out there, what do they call it when, you, when you're just scrolling, you're scrolling mindlessly? Like, you, and I know this is just one aspect of everything, but if you're just, if somebody scroll, what are you going to get them to stop? Like, how are you going to get them to stop? And it's only something that interests them. So I think that's, that's just it. We need to be as, as we need to realize there's so much crap in the world. And I didn't use the, the F word on this time. Okay. Um, so much, <laughs> uh, sorry, Sam, but there's so much stuff out there trying to get our attention we need to have give them a reason to stop. And, and of yep. course, even if they're in our space and they're in, they're, they're like, okay, somebody wants to buy a house. So they're obviously raising their hand. They want it. They want what I'm giving them. If it's not, if it's just what I want them to see and not what they want to see, then they're going to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's really, really important. Yep. No, I think that's said perfectly. Um, all right. So number two here, what if we don't have the time to work on our brand first and just need to get stuff out there? So we would say, we love testing and learning. We've talked about that. But you do need to at least use the filter of your brand and build a strategy that makes sense. You might not want to say, okay, this is the right time to completely change the positioning of our brand. Or a lot of times we have people come to us and say, I don't want to invest in redoing my logo. But you have to start from a branded place of some kind to make sure that your why is very clear. And then the experience is consistent as people see it. And and Mike, you made a good point before about doing these things so that you can save time as you go through. And I, I know that reference was like, you know, get it right first and, and use the right people. But it applies here too. It's like, you think you don't have the time, but you're going to waste a whole lot more time and energy trying things out and throwing things essentially at the wall to see what sticks because you didn't start from a place of brand and then build your strategy to get to your consumers where they are. So and then on top of it, you know, even if it works in the beginning, you're going to get to a place where you either run out of things to say Mm -hmm. or it doesn't work anymore. Your competition starts doing it better than you, you know, and so you might go into market and be like, yay, especially if you're one of the first ones and people aren't engaging. and It's great. And then all of a sudden it just falls off. And that's the reason, because you haven't built the foundation to effectively be able to communicate to people consistently well in a way that they internalize and that also is applicable to them. Entirely. So, so on this whole thing, when you are, I mean, here's the thing is nowadays with brands, you can create a brand with, by going to 99 design in no time. And I'm going off. That's, my that's a bad so. logo. That's a logo, by yeah, the way. That's a, that's a bad <laughs> word, Mike. That's a bad word. I know it is. So yeah, it is just a starting point with 99 design. So that, that's the thing is like, you can at least get the framework, then go to a professional and have them refine that. You, you know, they're not great. You can spend a little bit of money on it to get something going. There's folks 
anywhere. It doesn't take that much time. I mean, over the course of a couple of days. So whenever anybody told, tells me they don't have the time, I really feel like it's just really, they don't want to spend the effort on that portion of it. And I know they have to get started fast, but today's day and age, you can move really, really fast. And there's a lot of great folks, folks out there, especially in COVID world now, you know, where there's a lot of folks out there that, that would love to work with you and would love to move quick. So try not to use that as the excuse now and don't, but also, also don't get, not get started because that's happening, you know, still forge forward, figure it out. I think most, most people out there have a good enough, a good enough environment of folks around them that can help them get to that position. So going off script on that part, and I threw the 99 design part out there, but I had to just because I feel like that's just an excuse and not really a good reason for somebody not to just get started and jump into it. Yeah. And I, and I agree with you. I think it's, it tends to be um, an excuse and, but it's generally, it's an excuse because people don't understand the value of mm-hmm. it. So if we're, if we're doing anything through this podcast and specifically through this episode, uh, we really hope that our listeners are understanding the value of investing some time in your brand. And I think you make a really good point, Mike, is that it doesn't have to be weeks and months in in years in order to get this formalized into you know something that you absolutely love in order to put it out there this is you know something that you kind of put into a structure but leave it flexible enough that you can continue to modify it as you're learning especially on the early stages and then continue to do so and continue to refine. And I think, you know, April, what you said about the testing and learning, you're, you're t- t- testing and learning on your brand too. Do it synonymously, but do it intentionally because mm-hmm. if you're doing one without the other, you're, you're going to like get it, disconnect them. And then you're going to get, like you said, down the road. And then all of a sudden you're going to look back and you're like, um, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. And what does it mean now? And, and you, you get distracted by, you know, the, the next shiny object, you get distracted by what competition's doing, and you no longer have a filter for making good, uh, good decisions for your business. So, yeah, well, and I think that's well said. And, you know, not whether it's not being scared away or, or really embracing the importance of these types of things, it actually sets us up nicely for the next one, which is if, if you don't have a full-time marketing staff, how do you divide and conquer? And I think this is another thing that, you know, you started to speak to, Mike, of using the resources you have to when you have them around and, you know, mm-hmm. you, everybody isn't going to have a full-time marketing staff, you know. Businesses are leaner, leaner than ever in a lot of cases, and we work with a lot of small and mid-sized businesses, and it's like we just don't have the ability to hire people. But you also can't not do it, like we said. And so there are plenty of solutions. You know, we mentioned a few, and okay, we don't love 99designs, but we get the point that you're making there, which is you can get something jump-started, and then you can go and, you know, refine it or, or hire someone midway or, or whatever to, to be optimizing. You know, we talk all the time about we want to iterate and get things in market as fast as we can because we do embrace test and learn, and it is such a digital world that you can change and elevate and optimize and do new things all the time. And so we have plenty of clients where we serve all through the the journey really of stepping in at different places and teaching and whether it's, you know, we step in as a hired professional at a point in time to help get people over the hump of the next thing or teaching people on staff where it maybe isn't their area of expertise or their full-time job, but giving them the tools to be able to do the marketing as, as a portion of their role or, or their entire role. Um, 
you know, getting creative, which I think is part of what you were talking about, Mike, of, you know, where do we really need to spend our dollars intentionally versus where do we know we need these things, but they're not top priority, but then making sure we have all the things of our strategy. And it's tough and it becomes a balancing act. But I think if you keep your eye on, you know, like Anne was just saying, what you're, you're, you know, you're being intentional and you're, you're following some kind of strategy, then you can get things done. Even if you know, you know, you're trading a little bit of the quality here, or you'll go back and work on that more there. But the benefit is to get things in market, to be present and to actually do marketing all of the time. And I think when it comes to that, like when you don't have all the folks that you need to execute something, don't go with big ideas. I think that's another thing is like, I'm, I'm notorious for this and we are lucky enough to have some folks that, that spend a lot of time on marketing. The bigger the idea, the more execution time and just be careful, just don't bite off more than you can chew. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important with anybody that's looking to do something here. Just sort of do manageable little steps to get there um, and talk to your friends, you know, talk to, talk to people that can help you there. So leverage relationships that you have, but also if you don't have people that are internal to your company that can help you, don't be afraid to outsource either. If you have the time and money, And if you don't have the time and money, just bite off a little bit at a time to go, to go forward there. Yeah, I like to use my um, rocket ship analogy I knew it was coming. On this I one. was looking at her and just waiting. Mike, you can't see us, but I'm like, come on, Ann. He teed this you up is, for the rocket ship analogy. This is my rocket ship analogy where if you uh, if you happen to be, you know, an engineer that builds rockets, like nobody would say, oh, yeah, I'm an engineer that could build rockets unless you've actually been educated as an engineer to build rockets, right? But everybody seems to be a marketer nowadays because it's so accessible, right? So, you know, it surrounds us. If, if everybody feels like since they have a social channel, all of a sudden they're a social media marketer or if they watch advertising, all of a sudden they could create advertising. And I think you made a point earlier on, Mike, where you were saying, you know, touch Trust the experts if you really don't know. And this is not going to be a shameless plug for forthright people, so don't worry. But it's just a you know a a, a reminder that you know just because you can doesn't necessarily mean you should do. And I think I like your point about the big bets versus the small bets, and we've talked a lot about this as well, especially on from our on our test and learning episode, which is you know learn and you know can test and learn on it, but if you aren't going to be able to do it to the fullest extent of what it's capable of. You're going to need to bring in help. And that is totally fine because just because, you know, you know, you can get into Wix and you can figure out how you design your own web, your website, it doesn't mean that you're going to come out with a quality website. And I think what people are missing here is a quality aspect of what they're doing. And what happens is you end up with something that you think, again, is good enough, but don't realize the potential of how it could be. And then when you actually do get with the experts, you tend to get kind of frustrated because you've already spent time and money and effort into developing something and the experts come back and say, e, we would have done it this way or we would have do it this way. So make sure, you know, you're, you're doing your homework in a to the extent that you really are assessing your own capability and being really honest with yourself. Like when me and April talk design, I'm like, I don't even like try. Like I actually I tried once I tried to do our audiogram and she tried to give me feedback and I changed it twice and she still wasn't right. I was like, OK, well, my own well, you just better do it because I'm like, <laughs> I'm obviously not going to do it the way you do. So I, you have to realize your limitations, too. So like don't try to be like the rocket scientist or rocket engineer pretending you know how to build rockets if it's really not your expertise. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And, and we've talked about about this quite a bit. Like Anne doesn't even try anymore with design. She's no. just like, this needs a design component. I'm putting this 
next to your name. I don't even format anything because she changes all my formatting. That's exactly right. I couldn't agree with that more, by the way. I need to take that advice more often because sometimes I think I've read an article, so I'm an expert on something. (laughs) So, yeah, like we need to be reminded of that constantly, that we're not experts in everything just because we've read a few things or somebody's told us a thing or two. And marketing is so easy because it's there's plenty of good information out there, but the application of it's a different story. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.